you know, the local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. You know, I was pretty happy with that one in Gerbils the other night. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a good pizza. Yeah. Fat wallets and empty hearts. Which... It's insane how little musicians get. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you're interested in support, not just me, but any musician that you like, one of the best ways to do that, it sounds old school because it is, is purchase their music, uh, purchase their merch, you know. Uh, hey guys, this is Mark from Rat Rod. Hi, this is Mikey P from Skelt. Hey, this is Jeff from the Bell Jumpers. Probably just be, I mean, probably be cool, because he's awesome. This is Jessica for the band Dimitis. You're listening to Pennsylvania Rock Show.
asking me if I'm telling the truth. Rock steady, beat, yeah, I'm showing the proof. Rock steady, are you ready to go? Rock steady, are you ready to roll? Rock steady, are you ready to go? Rock steady. This is episode number 705 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. With me tonight are four members of the band 
Blackridge with most bands, that would be almost a full band. It's not even really half, but we'll get to that in a moment. Um, I played three songs before we got to this point. You heard right at the beginning a brand new single from A Common Crown called Cry. We follow that up with Never Wake Song, The End, and then Blackridge Rock Steady. And uh, we are coming at you on music from the 412.com, buildthescene.com, xrpradio.com, um, <clears throat> 107.1 FM, KFGD FM in St. Louis, Missouri, along with megarockradio.net, um, oldiesxl.com in Philadelphia, and rudururadio.com on the beaches of San Diego, California. Now that I got all of that all the way, let me bring on the screen Joey. Cody, Corey, and Paul Cha. So Cha Che, how do you actually say your last name? <laughs> I leave it up to interpretation, pretty much. I mean, it was originally <laughs> Che, and then Paul said Cha at like so many shows, and it was like a year and a half later. I told him it was like, bro, no, it's Che. He's like, I had no clue. Why didn't you tell me? I'm like, <laughs> I think that's just how everybody. I just reads let it happen. That's how everybody probably how everybody reads it on Facebook and stuff too. Yeah, it looks like cha-cha-cha or cha-cha slide or something like that. I think it's maybe that's what everybody's mind goes to. They don't think Jay. So I knew Paul. I knew what it was. You know the yeah. You know the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we had this conversation maybe once or twice or three times. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've been asked this a couple times before. What, like, what's your last name? What is it? How do you pronounce it? Nobody knows. I just. I don't even care. Chad Tyson, Bonnie Diver, whoever. <laughs> I'm just letting them say it. I don't even correct them. Hey, I, I met both of them in the same week. <laughs> They're cool, man. They're both really Great cool people. people. Yeah. Seriously. I Talking met, to Chad was, was a treat. I, I met Bonnie at um, – actually, it was – I met Bonnie at a Rock for Life show. Then I met Chad at Acrishore with Chip and the Charge-Ups. Mm-hmm. And then I went – Th- that weekend to the band jam and hang out with Bob Cups. I hit three DJs in a week. <laughs> you got the trifecta of local DJs here in the area. Legendary. Um, so you guys have a, a, a single coming out, and we're gonna play a teaser of it a little bit later. But um, I have seen it live. I've heard full song from the beginning. I heard. Paul's version with his vocals. Um, the band probably doesn't even know this. They're all looking at me. <laughs> yeah, I said Bill um, stuff, guys. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Too much stuff, he tried, maybe. He tried to get me to. He tried to get me to play "Sweat" at the New Year's Eve party I was at. <laughs> hey, he's like, just hey, play to everybody. I'm like, they're not going to be able to hear. <laughs> Put the stereo on. Turn it up. But you got to play it right before midnight, though. Quick play like 11.59. Well, you have to find the right point. (laughs) Yeah, Paul will be wailing at some point in there, so it'll be a dull game for sure. Yeah, but no, we played this song live out a couple times. We've been playing it for, hmm, I don't know. It's been like almost all summer, I think, we were playing it. So if if you see this live, you've probably heard it, you know, or when you hear the (laughs) recording, you'll be like, hmm, I've heard that before. My one of my favorite moments this whole summer, and I went to a ton of shows because because we were doing the, we basically took music from the four one two on tour this summer, and went to a bazillion shows. But one of my favorite moments was 
at uh, Rock for Life at um, the Roadhouse when Emily was singing backups and Paul didn't realize it. And yeah. Turned around. <laughs> yeah, so apparently, so apparently, Paul Cha sounds like my daughter. <laughs> hey, that works. Hey, she was right in that vocal range. She she can do it. I wasn't having a good vocal day that day anyway, so I just let her take the range. She could have stayed for the whole damn show for all I care. Now she's cool. She's a, she's an awesome fan for sure. We got to get Bria up there. Bria is just as good of a singer, but confidence is is something we need to work on. She sings sings at mass in front of tons of people, but when she sees that stage, I'm like, go ahead, they'll let you. And she's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of energy flying around. A lot of energy flying around. But hey, it's it's when you, once you get up there, it's all good. You know, once you finally get up on the stage, everything's kind of just firing all at once. But yeah, I, I understand it could be daunting. Somebody who doesn't always do it. That's how we got Emmeline up there. Was we we're trying to get Bria to do it, and Emmeline's like, "I'll do it." I'm like, "Go!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Moment. So, just a little product placement here. Webhost Python. That that is the web hosting company that hosts build a scene first angel media music from the 412 rock for life pretty much if i built the website they're on web host python which is coincidentally how i nice. got this they they liked how much money i sent them so they sent me a mug they sent you a tumbler bro <laughs> wow i gotta say the music from the 412 is like really taken off what a great service that has become and it's always been i just love the people Fuck. I love to see the success. <laughs> Edit that out, Bill. I love to see the success. Yeah. Of, uh, music in, in the, the 10 seconds I have to, to, to cut the music and make it go on the radio. Hey, in true Rocky spirit, I think he'll I think he'll understand. You know, you know. It's, it's, it's that FM station that I'm worried about. <laughs> they got a six second delay. Hopefully the uh, engineer's not asleep at the board there. <laughs> um so we have about two minutes before we have to take our first break. So you wanted to talk about the recording process of sweat. Is that enough time to do that? Oh uh, yeah. You know, it was a, it was kind of a short song. I mean, it's only one song. So we, we did it in two days. We thought we could crank it out in one, but we were like definitely mistaken by that. We we're like, Oh, we could save some money and maybe do this in one day. But I think, uh, um, common sense prevailed. And then we booked two and, uh, at, Everything went pretty pretty seamless there. It was a good time. Paul actually ended up playing an instrument on this one. I wish he was here to talk about it because he was so excited. But he plays the rain stick, which is weird. You never think that would be on a rock song. So, yeah, he plays the rain stick for this breakdown. I included it in the clip so you'll be able to hear it. But, yeah, it, it came from the studio, actually. Matt Berry had it. And Paul tilts it ever so slightly. But it works. Yeah, it really works in the song. So I don't know how many rock songs have a a rain stick, but we definitely do in this Speaking, speaking of, of, of Matt Very, I woke up at like 5.30 this morning and didn't have to be up until 7 and realized at an epiphany that my son's computer teacher's name is Matt Very. And I'm like, what are the chances that it's the same guy? Yeah, no. Could you imagine <laughs> if he was moonlighting as a computer teacher? I, I mean, I teach computers and I do this, so it's not that far of a reach. Now, if he's booking as much as like he we think he is and making as much money off of the other people as he makes off of us, he's living a great life. Well, I I will tell you that Matt Matt Very that that is teaching my son, I think was in the military and has a military cut still. And when I pulled up 
very very tight recordings and or, <laughs> yeah and saw the picture of that matt very definitely not the same matt very no our matt very looks homeless he doesn't look like a military person he looks homeless. <laughs> he looks homeless i mean he kind of does that's where i was going <laughs> but he's definitely so, not <laughs> far from it it right, so, was very nice I think it's verytightrecordings.com, I think is the address. Um, I'm not 100%, but just search very tight recordings. Give it a shot. And, <laughs> it, and, it might and, come up with something questionable, though. I don't know. What you, make sure did, that's the it right did not website. on my cell phone. So. <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you include recordings in that, too. VPN, <laughs> VPN. So let, let's take that first break. We're going to listen to about one minute of the song Sweat, and then we're also going to hear a brand new song to The Rock Show by Zach Lea called The Witch, and we'll be right back.
just heard the witch by <clears throat> zach leia and right before that a one minute teaser from black ridge with their song sweat um that what you guys just watched there was me playing with a brand new toy that rocky had shipped to me a video capture card during halftime tonight <laughs> <laughs> that was cool that was a that was, that was cool. an awesome little video though yeah it was like part yeah. like ASMR there for a minute, Bill. I was like soothed. I was like, I'm oh, into it. <laughs> like, okay. I, oh, I have made like describing it perfectly. I have made like nine different videos over the past three days, and I'm not done. I, I need to do another one for the Live 365 radio app on Roku, and then I need to do a Fire TV one, which is going to be a little more difficult. So that means I have to steal the Fire TV that's in my bedroom without my wife knowing I do it. <laughs> my, daughter, my daughter is giving me a look like what <laughs> but that that little video capture card was like $22 it did a nice job it did a real nice job it was a nice nice promo for sure wow like all the stations and everything that was 
like I said, the things that you guys are doing with that are above and beyond like what I had ever thought. So keep going, man. Keep going. Thank it's you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I don't know if you've heard me tell the story, but I'll do it really fast. When Rocky and I first had a conversation about him needing me to help him do this, I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. And then I came home and I told Kelly, I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you learned on the fly, man. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> looks super professional. But all right, so your song "Sweat." Do you do you have a, a release date picked for it? You know, I wish I could give you a date. Actually, I really do. But we're waiting on some artwork. Like the song is done; it's mastered, mixed, recorded. Everything is good with that. But we took a long time to think of like concept art for the the cover there and when i finally got a hold of a graphic artist they're like yeah cool great we're gonna need a little bit more time to kind of you know get back to you on that so now um, we're still just in graphic design limbo i guess you could say as soon as we get the cover like made then we'll get it out and then we'll have a date but yeah we plan on doing a lot with this we want to do like a release show and you know maybe some other special things that we're going to announce in the future in terms of like the medium that we're going to release it on so Without getting too graphic, and the people that heard it, I'm sure have an idea. Um, do you want to want to mention like the idea behind the song, the, the theme? You know, I was. It, it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. What you think? I was just kind of. Um, I think it was. I can't remember what month I wrote it. Maybe August. So it was. It was hot. It was muggy. Every day, I swear, I had the AC on here when it was hot. But the one day I didn't. I don't know. It was just really bad. I was I was feeling gross. I was feeling gritty. I was feeling slushy and gritty at the same time, if you know what I mean. It wasn't good. So I came in here, grabbed my guitar, and I was just like, I don't know. I'm sweaty. I need to write a song about this. You know, I feel like I almost, I almost feel like I do on stage. Like I'm just like sweaty and overwhelmed. So that's just where it came from. Really, that's that's the only um I guess uh, from my point of view, that's that's the only inspiration. And then when I brought it to the band, you know, Paul wrote the second and third verse. So he kind of added a um, double entendre meeting, meaning to some of his lyrics and stuff like that. But mine initially was just about a person working hard and then, you know, what comes out of you when you do. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I just Paul's lyrics. Double I, entendre. There. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, oh, Bill, Bill. <laughs> anyway, he <laughs> just did it again. <laughs> hey, Paul's not allowed to talk anymore. Um, who's oh. taking over? The... <laughs> That's two. <Yeah. laughs> um, so Corey and Cody and Joe are very, very quiet tonight, and. I'm trying to figure out how I can get them to talk. They're just sitting there giggling while you talk. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think I think Joey could be pretty proud of his guitar solos because there are actually three guitar solos in this song, which is ridiculous. <laughs> there was, uh, and, and the funny thing about that was it was the night before we went into the studio, and Paul was like, I think there needs to be guitar solos here. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it's kind of how it went. It was like we need guitar solos here, and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Awesome. And the uh, I had taken the day off work to go to the studio and stuff like that, and I did my parts last that day on the first day. And it was like it was because I already had 
the main guitar solo kind of like worked out and whatnot. And some of the clips of like us in the studio, some of uh, it's awesome. Like it shows like how we work as a band because like it was just kind of like Paul's interpretive dance too. I don't know if it's called interpretive dance, but like the way you were like conducting the solo as as we were listening to it is awesome. Like if you haven't seen that, it's literally like it's how the solo goes. <laughs> it, yeah, when you hear a good piece of music, you know it's like when you hear something that makes you kind of dance or whatever. The solo kind of made me move. It kind of made me like feel what I felt what he was doing, you know. So I knew that that was kind of like. When you can feel music, you know, that you know it's good. So when I could feel that guitar solo, I knew that it was good. That was the take, and it was just coming through me. Yeah, naturally, I was over there. Like, Stuff that I could never play. Stuff that I could never play. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> but he could do it. This well, guy over here, I, he could do it. I can say when Paul brought that song to practice, uh, it came to, together, like, very quickly. Like, And I, I can always tell whenever it's going to be a real good song whenever we – like it it's like it's not even instantaneous it, it just comes together yeah. easily and i could say that also say that that playing it on bass is very fun like there's some really cool like bass parts to the song there's a whole like breakdown like section like where everybody kind of drops out and the bass keeps playing and stuff so it, it's very fun to play live and even record the recording process for the bass is very easy i think i got it in like one take and then we went back through and just kind of fixed some parts and stuff so yeah there's a bass intro like how many songs mm -hmm. have a bass intro and we i don't know how i even came to that but we're just like hey just play really just, you know deep yeah, and aggressive on that five yeah well, so there's a bass like, along, or bass intro the 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 guitar work is different than like the guitar work you heard on raw power like it's it's very Tell different. Tell them about the arm harmonic. Tell them about the <laughs> arm harmonic, bro. So whenever we were doing the, the, the intro guitar solos and whatnot, I messed up. And as I was doing, you can hear a dive bomb that goes up. My arm hit the string. And if you hit a guitar string in the right place with enough gain and after a pick, it creates a harmonic. And it's like, oh, and makes this crazy noise. And I was like, Okay, next take, and everyone's like, "No, keep it." And I'm like, "How do you recreate something like that?" It sounds like an elephant in heat, bro. It's like the craziest thing through a distortion pedal. It's like, You'll never it sounds it so again, good. Joey. You'll never be yeah. able to do it again. He's been trying to do it again, yeah, ever since. We need just, to sample it, and then I'll put like a say, little sample thing. When just have a stomp. Just box. so you know. When when people hear that on stage, they're gonna know that you're using tracks. <laughs> hey. Well, I'm just gonna I just I just gotta be able to do it. That's all. That's all I gotta do. I just gotta be able to do it. Millie Vanilli <laughs> had some good music. Okay. They really they did. <laughs> I used to they... I used to roller skate to blame it on the rain. <laughs> Dude, one of the best songs of all time. Seriously, one of the best songs of all time. I gotta say, anybody out there, if anybody's listening, go listen to Millie Vanilli directly after you listen to several hours of music from the 412. Go listen to some Millie Vanilli. Girl, Again. you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know it. <laughs> yeah, the dude runs off stage. He just runs away. You know, He's like, oh. One of them, one of them died. Um, at, yeah. At his own hand. 
Uh, because of everything that went oh, no. down. And the other one is still out performing the songs now, like actually I'm, performing them. <laughs> I'm such a fan, dude, though. I know the well, I don't know. I wish I knew their last. Well, the one that's still alive, his name is Fab Morvin, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's on Instagram, dude. He like really practiced over the years. He does concerts now. Yeah, his voice is like up to snuff where it almost sounds. I mean, it doesn't sound like the record because it's not him, but he does a great job in singing. But yeah, yeah. Rob, the, Rob, the dude, he. He committed suicide because I don't know, probably had a, maybe other mental health problems, but I'm sure the Millie Vanilli thing didn't help, you know. So yeah, it's a shame. That's definitely terrible for sure. That that's a huge tangent we just took. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll start with the arm harmonic. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna uh, take a, a second break now. Um, I'm gonna give away some tickets on the video side, and the radio side is going to listen to Tone Travelers. Another new song to the show. It is What It Takes. Two tickets to three dog night. 
All I could sing. <laughs> Didn't think I was thinking the entire time. Dog night. <laughs> right? So while I was giving the tickets away, what I was thinking, Three Dog Night is about it being really cold and cuddling with three dogs to do the history. Um, so as I was doing the, the doing that um, ticket giveaway, that's what I was thinking about. It, it's kind of that cold. <laughs> it's freezing out, seriously. And, you know, there's only one dog left. One dog left uh, in the band, I guess, technically. Danny Hutton is the last dog standing, so... At least he's carrying the legacy on. At least there is at least one, you know, original member, I guess you could say. But Three Dog Night, a lot of hits, a lot of hits. But you know what else is going to be cold? I see Rob uh, Janeski, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, in the chat. He mentioned that we're going to be playing at the Groundhog Day uh, Festival here, February 2nd. That is our first show of 2024. So if you want to come, freeze your butt off. Or maybe get warmed up at Blackridge. Uh, come out to Barclays Square at noon. We will be there on Groundhog's Day. So come on out. There's a lot of bands and vendors and music all day and stuff. But hey, I think the action happens with Phil like 8 a.m. maybe, 7 a.m. or something like that. But we'll be there at noon. People will be there all day partying. So come hang out. It's free. Um, why don't you mention some more upcoming shows that you have? That's like the perfect segue. Yeah, definitely. So I uh, got a got little bit of a, that same day. Yeah, we do at the Huntington Elks. They reached out, wanted to have Blackers there. We said, let's do it the same night as the Groundhog's Day Festival. So uh, that night, 7 to 10, we're going to be at the Huntington Elks. We're going to make a little bit of a trek over there. Um, February 16th, we're at Moondogs, one of our favorite venues of all time. Let me just say, I love Moondogs. I love Moondog as a person. Great guy. I mean, I just can't say enough what they do for bands, what they've done for us. Really awesome place. We will be there February 16th with We Came From Space. And I just praise Moondogs. I'm going to praise We Came From Space, uh, Dave oh, Bizarre on guitar. Yeah, right? One of the best bands, I mean, in this area. I don't know if you can even classify them from a, as a Pittsburgh band because they have their keyboard players all over the place. But one of the Dave, best bands. Dave, Dave, Dave gets them there. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could call them a Pittsburgh band. They are probably my favorite Pittsburgh band. They're incredible live. So come on out to that show February 16th. And then uh, March 8th, we'll be at McGarvey's in Altoona. Going, We're making a crazy trek the complete opposite way of Pittsburgh. Going to Altoona and uh, hitting it with the Jaded Lips. If you haven't heard the Jaded Lips, what are you doing? Because I'm sure a lot of you yeah. have already. They've been getting around a lot. We we definitely play them on um, the video station. Um, yeah, actually, and recently we added um, some of their newer stuff to the radio station, if I remember correctly. Um, really cool guys, really cool guys. We get along with them well. I mean, we were joking like we we've known each other for twenty years or something when we played with them. They're really really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so Dave from um, we came from space and the Borstel Boys, and uh, he's in, he was in an 13 Saints. That was Muscle it. I didn't love. Know. Yeah. Um, anyway, he is a host of a show that has not debuted on Music from the 412 yet um, called Signal Chain. Um, it is going to be Dave talking gear with, with musicians. Yeah, I did an episode. I did an episode thought, with him. I thought that. you did. Yeah, that was fun, man. I mean, I kind of crapped on Joey's rig the entire time. <laughs> 
<laughs> or at least what he uses and like is endorsed by. But at the time, at the time, it was still pretty new. At the time, it's still pretty new, and I kind of stand by all those statements. <laughs> Next year is going to be a completely different ring. You say that every year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it next 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 well next year there's gonna be a new amp, so there won't be any use for uh for the for the amps in this time, so I'm so old school, bro. I plug my stuff in, I get some distortion, you know. I want I just wanna write a good song, play a good song. I understand though, Joey's like I said, Joey's a heck of a guitar player. Joey's like a generational guitar player, so he's into all this stuff, so I completely understand. It's uh the the, the amp seems cool. Um you know, shout out to the two notes guys, but like there is nothing better than a real amp. Like, even though I was using it live and I still will use it live occasionally and what I get and like other stuff, but like when it comes down to it, there is nothing better than feeling the air behind you of just like a cranked amp. There's nothing better. Well, the sound guy might disagree with you for, for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a funny story about so Greg, um, Greg Livingood, who runs sound at a lot of our shows. Um, I, a couple shows I was using a real amp, and I was like, I remember what this is like. So I was bringing it, and I brought my real amp, and Greg was like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Like, why did you do this?" Like, we've been. He he had my DI there and everything, and I come strolling up like, Ugh. and he's like. <laughs> What running this? behind. Running behind. Yes, running behind. So that's actually a funny story. We were playing at Seven Springs, okay? And I, I had left work, and I'm like, I'm here. And then I'm like, drove around and around Seven Springs at least ten times. And then it was like on like some side road. So I'm like rushing in, and I plop my amp down, and he's like, Ooh. what are you doing, dude? And I was like, oh, okay. Just plugged it in and we went on with the show. Yeah, Seven Springs was definitely a good time. And I uh, just, I just want to give two uh, quick uh, show plugs too. We're still working on some more shows, everybody. Uh, but April twelfth, we're going to be at Jurgles with Ultimate Doors, which is a really cool tribute band to the Doors, obviously. And uh, we're going to be there with the Perishables, which is another like up and coming band in Pittsburgh here. Yep. Brandon Parrish. yeah, really, really cool guy. So. Uh, we'll be with them. And then uh, lastly, we will be uh, April 25th in Ohio at Dunlap's Corner Bar. It's a Thursday show, which is a little different, but it's an out-of-state thing. We're just going to try and expand our reach a little bit and see what we can do in the state over, see what happens. So that's what we got. We got some more stuff booked, but that's all I'll say right now. So we're like two minutes past the deadline I gave you, but I'd still have to ask you one more question. So you got to go quick with it. Um so you said you want to talk about the sweat release show and that there isn't a lot of information. So you have 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of information. We're still planning it. Oh, Just yeah. know that we're looking towards maybe April, maybe March, something like that. But we will have information as quick as we can. We plan on making it bigger than the raw power release show at a little bit of a bigger venue. Not that we didn't love the last one. But I think this will be a one-stop shop for everybody who wants to come see Blackridge, have a good time, have a good meal, have a drink and stuff. So we'll get some more information out about that as soon as possible. But that's pretty much all we got right now. 
Well, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me on episode 705. Well, I want to thank you, Bill. I want to apologize to the FCC. And I just want to, again, <laughs> again uh, thank uh, Bill Bassine and Music from the Floor, too. Thanks, Bill. Thank, thank you, you so much, Bill. Later, hey, guys. Bill. Have thank a good night. Have a good night. Okay, with that said, we have three more tracks for this episode, 705. We're going to listen to Letters to the Defendants as the album. The song is It Don't Matter Anymore. It's Craig Valtry, who was on episode 704 last week, um, which is a new song to the PA Rock Show. We're going to follow it up with another new song to the PA Rock Show. That's Travolta's song, Brother. And then we're going to end things with some Reign of Z and their track, Nothing Gold Can Stay. And I will see you next week. There's a woman in the bed upstairs Looking for a reason to hold on There's a man on the couch downstairs Wishing she'd shut up or just get gone No, it don't matter anymore It should have stayed a fling All this talk about loving just amounted to nothing No, it don't matter anymore What's a promise anyway? It's too long to forever late change Like the weather love gone slipped away There's a man in the garage downstairs Looking for a suitcase for his things There's a woman in the room upstairs Taking off a diamond ring No, it don't matter anymore It should have stayed a fling All this talk about loving just amounted to nothing No, it don't matter anymore What's a promise anyway? It's too long to forever they've changed Like the weather love gone slipped away Sheds a tear 
As the dust rises off the drive No, it don't matter anymore It should have stayed a fling All this talk about loving just amounted to nothing No, it don't matter anymore What's a promise anyway? It's too long to forever it change like the weather Love gone slipped away Love gone slipped away Love gone slipped away Love gone slipped away Won't you run to the sea? 
Find this time. 